0: Okay, good morning, everyone. And as we prepare for, for Shavu'it Shal Pesach, Shvi Shal Pesach, Chazal tell us in a way is the the soul of the entire year that the Al Shach writes that these seven days of Pesach correspond to the seven days of the creation of the world and. The uh, And therefore, Shvi Shal Pesach corresponds to Shabbos. And just like Shabbos infuses the world with nefesh, with soul, with spirituality, Shvi Shal Pesach is, so to speak, the Shabbos of the whole year. I'd like to share with you an Indian. Uh, It's a new Indian to me. It's something that I never spoke about before. I'm excited to speak about. It's a very mystical subject. And to try to understand a very difficult and inexplicable comment of Rashi on the Shira. Rashi comments in Parshas uh, B'sha'alak, Parak Posuk Tezvav, why do you cry out to me? Rashi says, why are you crying out? Why are you davening? Olai ha-davar it's not dependent on you, it's dependent on me. Why are you davening? Stop davening! Like the Posuk says, al HaShem says, Stop davening already. You're davening as if it's dependent on you. It's not dependent on you. It's dependent on me. Enough for Cut it out. Cut out the davening. We're all familiar with this Rashi, but do we ever stop and think, what's Rashi telling us? Why would this be? Where do we ever encounter such a Hanhaga where the Rebbe Hashem says, Stop davening. Enough davening already. It's not dependent on you. It's dependent on me. You're davening too long. What's the meaning of this? Since isn't davening what is always expected of us? Aren't we always in an eighth sara? Aren't we always supposed to daven? What is this hanhaga that Hashem says stop davening? So I want to share with you an idea that's brought in the sefer Zman Chirushen of David in the Rashiva of Chavrayn, Maimir Chavtes. He cites the Zayir Hakadosh in Parshas Daber El Banei Yisov Yisau, The Zohar Hakadosh says. Yisau mila azga milen. Stop saying so many words. Lav idna ditsloi sahasha. Now is not a time for tefillah. The Yisau yid nutlan minda. Move away from the hanhaga of tefillah. Delav idnahu. It's not the time for tefillah. Ella baatika taliyamnasa. Baatika taliyamnasa. It's dependent on the ancient practice. Rabbi David Cohen cites the Gra in his commentary to Safra Itzniusa. The Gra writes, Hashem, in this instance, didn't want the Bnei Yisrael to awaken, Ki kadisha toloi because above in the Hanhaga called Atika Kadisha, it's not dependent on people's actions. What exactly is this hanhaga? We know the Yvon created the world and set up the world in such a way that the running of the world is dependent on our maizim. The Archaim HaKadosh says, Koy b'iracha Yaakov. Archaim HaKadosh quotes the Medrash. So says your Creator. Who's your Creator? Yaakov. Even in the Shira, meaning because our actions control the running of the universe, even in the Shira, the Pasuk, like the horses in the chariot of Pharaoh, I, I liken you, my beloved. And uh, the, our, the Nefesh Chaim explains that normally the rider guides the horse, the rider determines where the horse goes, but not in the chariots of the Pharaoh. In the chariots of the Pharaoh, the horse ran headlong into the sea and Pharaoh was saying, no, don't go, don't go! And the horse had a mind of its own. So God says, that's how I liken you, B'nai Yisrael. It looks like I run the world, but in reality, you, the Jewish people, run the world. The way you bring me, the, the place you bring me, the you bring me to bring the economy more robust." I'll make it more robust, but you made it more robust. You, you make me, because of your lack of actions, you make me bring drought, so I'll have to bring drought, but you brought the drought. It looks like I'm running the show, God says, but you're running the show, like the horses in, in Pharaoh's chariot. So normally we say Hashem runs the world through our actions, and yet here we're learning, the Yibbam Shalom says, no, it's not dependent on you, it's dependent on me the Atika Kadisha, it's not toloi in the Maseha HaTachtoinum. What does this mean? So, Rav David Coyen quotes the Sifse Rav Chaim Friedlander and Chelek Bey's page Toph based on a well-documented uh, principle that is taught by the Ramchal. The Ramchal teaches that there are two Hanhagos in Shemayim. There's something called Hanhagas HaMishpat. Hanhagas HaMishpat means God runs the world through a system of justice determined by our actions. When we daven properly, when we learn properly, when we interact properly, God brings blessing. When we don't do the mitzvot we're supposed to do, God brings chas v'shalom, difficulties and challenges. This is the Hanhaga that is dependent on our actions. But then the Ramchal establishes there's something called Hanhagas Hayichud. Hanhagat Hayichud is where Hashem unplugs the system, where Hashem unplugs us from the running of the universe, from the the running of the world. And God runs the world, mitzad, His desire, and irrespective of our actions, letoiv or lamutav, irrespective of our actions, for good or for not. God just decides what should be, irrespective of of our actions. And, The Ramchal writes in the Das Tevunas, and this was something that always struck me and stayed in my head, that these two Hanhagos are working simultaneously. On the one hand, everybody has free choice. A person could say, you know, I'm going to roll into Shul a little bit late, and maybe I'm going to come with my phone, and maybe I'm going to schmooze by the davening, and maybe I'm going to speak down to my family. Or a person could say, no, I'm in control. I'm going to wake up with zrizos. I'm going to come on time, I'm going to leave all distractions behind, I'm going to down with Kavana, I'm going to speak Ba'anivos. And depending how, on how we act, depending on our free choice, God will either bring us success or failure. But at the same time, the Ramchal writes, we know that God's ultimate plan is to rectify the world with the kingdom of HaKadosh Baruch which means that whether we do the right thing or the wrong thing, God his ultimate plan is he's bringing the world to the Tikkun HaAchroin, to the ultimate re- rectification. So on the one hand, he's constantly guiding the world based on our actions. That's Hanhagas HaMishpat. And at the same time, there is a plan to rectify this world irrespective of our actions. And that is called Hanhagas Hayichud. And how these two Hanhagas could work simultaneously is one of the great mysteries of the universe. I liken it to, you know, on the one hand, The earth rotates on its axis, but on the other hand, it's also revolving around the sun. So both of these Hanhagas are working simultaneously, and one does not interfere or limit the other. But Hanhagas, Hayichud, is God could sometimes bring Yeshua, salvation, irrespective of the actions of man. And L'Chaira, it could work the opposite way. Where the R'Ban sometimes, there could be difficulties in this world, also irrespective of man's tshuva and masim toivim. And in the 20th century, we saw perhaps Hanhagas HaYichud work both ways, whether it was 1939 to 1945, where maybe for a time being, the system was unplugged, or in terms of certain benefits Hashem bestowed upon the Jewish people in the years after the Holocaust. Be it as it may, there are two Hanhagas v'na Shamaim. Hanhagas Ha yichud, excuse me, hanhogas ha'mishpat and hanhogas ha'yichud. Rav David Cohen quotes from the Sefer Shari Ramchal that ze'er anpin, z'er anpin, is what is known as hanhogas ha'mishpat. That is the regular classical spheros, which is chesed Gvuran, Teferas. But erech anpin is hanhogas ha'yichud. Be it as it may. These are two Hanhagas of HaKadosh baruchu. At, at Kriyas Yamsuf, the Reba shalom said, I am no longer dealing with you through Hanhagas HaMishpat. Because if I deal with you through Hanhagas HaMishpat, you cannot deserve the splitting of the Yam. In order for me to split the Yam, I'm going to reveal a new hanhoga. It's called Hanhagas HaYichud. So Hashem says, Matitzak Why do you cry out to me? As if, you're going to be saved in the merit of your masim, in the merit of your tefillos through anhogas ha through ze'er anpin. No, vi'yisa'u. You need to move away from that hanhaga, As the Zayar says, Baatika talya milsa. That's the hanhaga of erech anpin and not ze'er anpin. You need to move away from this type of hanhaga. You need to operate within midas hayichud, which is not dependent on your actions at all. Like the Zayar says, at that time, Hashem did not want us to arouse ourselves with our actions at all. So Rav David Koyan now raises the following very important question. And this question is actually raised by Rav Shloimeh Volba in his Igar Igoray Namely, um, in Simon Kuf Aleph. Because the Nefesh Hachayim writes in Shar Aleph Parak Tes that Krias Yamsuf at the time of the splitting of the sea, Amar Hu God said to Moses, Ma Titzak Why do you cry out to me? Hashem said, Hu It's dependent on you. Why are you crying out? It's dependent on you. If you are in the epitome of belief and trust, the soul and you travel to the Yam without fear, relying on Hashem, may oitzam from the strength of your b'tachon shavada yikol of that will be tore, split before you, then you will be ma'orir my nisim from above. That if you're if it's dependent on you, Hashem says, you have to be amuna in order for the miracle to happen. This is what it means: You control me. In the normally, like we quoted before, the rider guides the horse. God says, "But I don't guide you. You guide me. You control me through your bitachon. You're controlling me. Dimisich, rayasi, and I will bring miracles for you." So we see that the koyach of kriach Yamsuf was the koyach habitachain of Klal Yisrael. That we see kriach Yamsuf came through the emunah bitachain, and the gra. In Sherashir and Paragbe's Pasagya Dalit, says this is what God means. Ha'arini I need to elevate you to the status. V. I want you to show me your Amun and Meaning, by Kriyas Yamsev, we did not have the zuchus that the Yam should split before us. The Gura explains we were besesar hamadrega. The way the Gura depicts it is when we came to the Yam, we were like a dove who's running away from a hawk and the dove crawls into the cleft of the rock and the snake comes and now where does where does the dove go? The snake is crawling out of the rock and the hawk is on the outside of the hole. If the dove is going to leave the cleft of the rock, the hawk will eat it. If it stays in the rock, it will be eaten by the snake. So too, we were between a rock and a hard place. The Mitzrayim were coming on one end, and not just the Mitzrayim, but the Sar Shal-Mitzrayim, the angel of Egypt. We were Besaisar Hamadrega. We lifted up our eyes and we saw Rahav, the Sar of Mitzrayim, with six hundred thousand malachim came to fight us, like the Zohar says. And we had to hide from them. On the other hand, we had a we, we had a jump into the Yam. The Yam was, was uh, fearsome. So Hashem said, I want to see your Bitachain. Meaning we didn't have Maisim, we didn't have Zechusim. We were B'Sesar HaMadrega. The Reb David Tevel writes, We were not worthy to vanquish the Sar of Mitzrayim. Because we're of the Zara, so we had to show Emuno But how do you reconcile this? Asked Reb of Alba, we brought from the Zayar that Kriyas Yamsuf was dependent on this special hanhagas Hayichud and not on the Ma'isim of Kal So how is that reconciled with the Nefesh Achayim that we were only Zaycha to Kriyas Yamsuf? This I'll read to you the way Rav asked the question. By Kriyas Hashem says to Moshe, "Matetzakeilai." The Nefesh Shachaim says it's dependent on you that you have to be b'toykeh haemuna v'bitachayin. The Kashauli says Rav but the Gru the Safra Ditzenus says, "Loi ratsa hakadosh baruch hu shehem yisayru." Kilamala baAtikah Kadisha, ein taloi b'maseh atach toinim, because k'maseh atach toinim ein magia rakatz ze'er anpin. The actions of the lower worlds only affectuate in hanhogas hamishpat, but they had to activate hanhogas hayichud. So we have a stirr here. On the one hand, Rashi and the Zayar. Say Hashem said, don't daven, don't daven. It's not dependent on you, it's dependent on me. And on the other hand, the nefer HaChayim says, you control me, you're like the horses of Paro's chariot. You control me, I need to see your bitachon. Through your bitachon you can activate my miracles, which ind- indicates it's dependent on us. So is it Hanhagas Hayichud, which is Mitzvah HaKadosh Baruch or is it Mitzan Our bitachin? So Revolva gives the following answer. He says that the requirement of bitachon on the a part of Klal Yisrael is not Isarusa Delasata. It's not our awakening Hashem. What he means is, really, Hashem was going to activate Hanhagas Hayichad, which He's unplugging us from the system of Hanhagas HaMishpat. Hashem is going to act irrespective of a man's actions. However, to have such a revelation, you need kalem, you need to be receptacle to be able to earn to be able to access it, to be able to behold it, to be able to experience it. So the Bitacha in Revolva says was not the Isarusa de Lasata. But rather it was the cle that made us eligible to be maqabel this hanhagas hayikar. It's not a sarusa delasata, it's not we awakened it, but it's we became the the receptacle to behold it. However, Abdavid Klein has a different take on this. Again, the contradiction is on the one hand, Rashi seems to be saying it's not dependent on our Masim. And on the other hand, Harini Esmarayh the Nebuchadnezzar says that we guided Hashem, we brought Hashem to bring this miracle. And it was dependent on us, the Lashonist, is tali So, Rabdavid David Cohen says as follows. He says, when Hashem says, Matitzak Lai, D'Aber bnei what Hashem is saying is, you will not be zoichet to a miracle mitzad yer But rather, it is still dependent on you. Dependent on your Ambi bitachayin. What does this mean? You don't have any zuchusim to be zoichet to kriyas If you want to say, and look, you did X, you did Y, you did Z, and therefore you're deserving of the splitting of the sea. There's nothing in your repertoire that could earn you Kriyas Yamsuk. Kriyas The only way for you to access Kriyas is by Atika. Atika is above and beyond regular Hishadlus and Darche Hatava. The only way for you to be Zoicha to this Hanhaga because again, to to be deserving of it through the practice and the Hanhagga of hanhagas hamishpat, you're not you don't have the requisite chosim. You can only get kriyas through hanhaga that's above and beyond this world. And the only way to get that hanhaga that's above and beyond this world is to for you to r- rise up above this world. The only way to be zoiche, to a hanhaga l'malam is to be meroimim yourself l'malam To be moiser nefesh, to jump into the Yam, the emunah And by doing so, by elevating yourself above the d'rach you could arouse a hanhaga l'malam That is hanhoga sayichod. That stands above and beyond the darche and hanhoga sa And that is how the miracle of Kriya Siyams happened. This is not a regular Hanhaga of Baruch A regular Hanhaga, you have to earn. But this is Hanhagas Hayichud. And that is only eligible if you elevate yourself above and beyond this world. And uh, Rav, da, Rav David kain as an analogy, cites something very interesting from Rav David Tevel, the Nachas David. You know we know that Moshe Rabbeinu originally asked to go out into the Midbar for three days. What was he doing asking to go out into the Midbar for three days? Either either asked that we should leave or we shouldn't leave. What exactly was the purpose of the three days? So the Nachas David has an, a really an amazing approach. He says at the time we left Egypt we weren't zeichet, we don't have the merit to leave, and. Because we didn't do a complete shuva. And therefore we were still subjugated and subject to the Sarish HaMetzrayim. The only amount of zchus we had, we had enough zchus to leave for three days. So Moshe Rabbeinu says, let us go for three days. And once we go out for three days, during those three days, we will gather and muster up enough zechusim to be able to leave permanently. Meaning, Hanhogas we couldn't leave for more than three days. But, through the Hanhagas HaMishpat of leaving for three days, which we could have done, that would elevate us to have the bitachin to be Zoyche ta'anhagas HaYichod. So, this is how Rav David Cohen explains what Chazal tells us, Mnei Sovi that, Elo Alai. it's dependent on me. It's dependent on me because... You cannot earn this through something called Hanhagas Hamishbat. You can only earn it, you can only access it through Hanhagas HaYichud, and that is not through Tvila, but that is by being meroyimim yourself through your emunah So, it comes out that Kriyas Yamsuf was was being uh, activated through a, a very uh, unusual and special Hanhagav HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And this was a illustration of something called Okay, Rabbi Yisai, so I wanted to share that with you before Shvi Shal Pesach. Uh, I want to wish you all a Chag HaKash V'Sameach and uh, wishing you all a wonderful Yom tov. Thank you, thank you. Shkoyach. Thank you for the kind words. Kal Tov. Good Yom Good Yom